it's time to fish where the fish are. And the great bulldog, Dean Ritchie. From the Daily Telegraph, is joining us. How are you, doggy? Yeah, good morning, boys. I don't think I've been in the studio yet with you this year, Not Laurie. this year, no. You're on... You've been away or I've been away. Mm. It's nice to see you again, mate. Loz is you're having his... Um, he's on his fruit timetable. His apple. Mm. I can hear it mm. <laughs> through the cans, yeah. It's 8 o'clock, Dean. I have my apple at 8. You know, I'm oh, a dude, very routine you person. Very routine. You're not setting your ways at all, are you, <laughs> no, I'm not old at all. And uh, what's the other one you've got in the morning? You don't have your coffee until after 6. six. Yeah, after right. 6. And then my banana... At, When's that? Uh, well, I'll break protocol today. Oh, you'd be all yeah. twitchy, wouldn't you? He was asking about the nectarines. The <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, I needed a bit of a, a, a kick. Right. So the nectarines, I was like, no, I wasn't happy. And then I did the Peter Siddle. I had the banana. Well, so, I, I don't know. He, he thinks there's caffeine in a banana or caffeine in a mandarin <laughs> or caffeine in a tea. Like, he thinks there's caffeine in everything. Do you know what he said? Mate, it's not, a banana's not going to give you a kick. Mate, have a coffee or have a Red Bull. And he thinks, nah, mate, there's there's a little boost in a mandarin, he reckons. Oh, okay. He just let him <laughs> And did he ask if it was fatty? Yes. Did you get that? Yeah, the banana. Yeah. He goes, well, I put on weight. Yeah, would this banana make me fat? <laughs> oh, mate, no, but the 65 beers you have on the weekend, probably not going to help you. So you've got, you've yeah. got a banana thinking it will make you chubby, mm-hmm. and at the same time you're also thinking that it will give you a caffeine lift. Yes. Well, not so much a caffeine lift, but just give me a bit of energy. <laughs> and did you notice me after 7.30? I was oh. up, Bulldog. I was you know ready. What? On a high. You know why I wouldn't eat an apple in your position right now? Why? Because I'd be terrified I'd get a bit stuck in my teeth and it'd drive me nuts for two hours. Uh, yeah, no, it doesn't get stuck in my okay. teeth. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, look, you know what, Laurie? I guess you're eating healthy. Well, that's what I try and do. Better because you know, no, no, well, no, you know it's, it's easy in this job. Not it's necessarily. Easy. There's, there's a lot of sugar in fruit. Yeah, that's why it gives me a bit of a kick. Yeah, but also... But natural sugar. Well, natural sugar is better than... It is better, but it's still sugar. Processed sugar. Mm. Kiwi eat, fruit good for you. Eat your, fruit, never hurt. eat your fruit before you go to bed. You're still putting weight on, let me tell you. An apple a day keeps the doctor away. That's what oh. they say. I'm here to tell you that's a lie because I eat an apple a day. At least one. You know, Clark, mm. I love apples. So do I. I still go to the doctor. <laughs> what for? What for? <laughs> I got an itch that I can't scratch. <laughs> yes, Bulldog. Sorry. No, I was just going to say. You know, our friend over here who played for Australian rugby league is very, very conscious of his yes, appearance. I know. Oh, no, That's I a nice it. way of putting it. Very yes. aware. Yes, very we've aware. had many of conversations around the uh, the sausage rolls and the pie oven. Loves getting the shirt off. Where I eat them and Loz holds it, holds it, holds it, thinks about it, thinks about it, and oh, puts it back in. Yeah, I do. I do. He gets that. the guilt. You're in pretty good nick, though, aren't you? you no, nah, he's looking day, good. Yeah? Oh, keep going, boys. <laughs> <laughs> he looks good. He's looking good. Don't change the subject just yet. Um, <laughs> you hear he's treating the wife? Did you hear he's taking the wife out tonight? Where's International her? Women's Day. He's going to take her out. Where are you going to get Northbridge pub? <laughs> no, I'm going to take Close. a Chinese. Next door. <laughs> I'll be with that Chinese. It's a chew and spew. He reckons he's treating her for a night out. That, he, ordered, he ordered home delivery from the Chinese on Sunday. Mate, now he's taking it Wednesday night. It's 10 bucks all you can eat. But boys, it's what you do. It's the way you ask. It's the way you provide for your family. It's the way when I said to her last night, you know, you want to go out for dinner? I did didn't say where. Yeah. <laughs> do you get dressed up? Or do you, <laughs> do you wear this? Do you wear this kit, or do you get dressed up? You put jeans on. No, I wear uh, dress shorts. Dress shorts and okay. like a collared 
much. Oh, know, so you're getting dressed up. Sleeve. Yeah, well. You're treating her? Yeah, I won't be going like this, no. Okay. I'll Are the kids out tonight? I'll probably gel my hair. Are the kids out tonight? Oh, jeez, where are the kids? Um, Might need to check that as well. Ask him just to stay oh, out Caitlin's tonight. doing night shift. There you uh, go. One's we'll, out, Tick. I don't know what will be doing. Jeez, you'll be, <laughs> you'll be on tomorrow morning, Always boys. You'll be on tomorrow morning. Always the romantic. A little bit of secret to a happy life. Exactly. Secret to a happy life. Oh, dear. What did you make of round one? I loved it. It was great, wasn't it? great footy. Yeah, really enjoyed it. Good games, good crowds, good atmosphere. I think there's a real buzz around town. What was your highlight? Oh, Jesus. Was it the Dolphins, like most people? Yeah, I, I can't lie to you. I, I sit here right now saying that I thought the Roosters win by 30. But then when the Roosters ran on, Loz, I looked at their side and it just didn't have that look of the mm. powerhouse Roosters side that we have come to expect. A couple of injuries during the game. But it was a disappointing performance from the Roosters, Laurie, in that they virtually imploded before our very eyes. And that's so unroosters-like, isn't it? Well, they always manage to hold their nerve, hold their confidence, yeah. and hold their skill levels. And it just eroded to the point of... It did. It became a bit embarrassing. Well, I, I said on Monday, the last two meaningful games the Roosters have played in, they've lost their way. Mm. So where are they at? You know, Because that semi-final against South last year... Jeez, that was a poor performance from them because they just got caught up in the emotion of the game. So they lost their way. And then on the weekend, they started to make errors, but they couldn't stop themselves from making errors. They just kept going one after another. And they put themselves on the back foot. And then the the Titans got better. And it looked like the Titans were the team that had been together for a long period of time. And the Roosters just come together. Uh, the, the Dolphins, sorry, not the Titans. The, the Dolphins had come together. Um and they, I, I just thought they played really good football. Really good football. I mean, the Broncos, superb. Brilliant. Harry Grant's Golden Point, superb. The list goes on, me though. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And it was great to have the footy back. And it was a, a cracking way to start mm. the year. Highlighted by, I might add, the, uh, the uh, TV ratings for Fox Sports, which were the highest in the history of the channel. Buddha, what did you make? I feel like Mitch Moses has copped an absolute hammering. Um, and I'm not, again, I forget the contract talks just about not owning that game. Parramatta being in a position where they should have won the game, had all the opportunities and, and he let it slide. And I guess I was supportive of Mitch in regards to it is the first game of the season. Don't be too hard. But our text line, he's been he's been hit hard. I'm not going to join the queue to kick Mitch Moses. I don't know about you, Loz, but Clarkie, oh, they didn't win. Yeah. It was a terrific game. They had their chances. Yes, he probably could have iced it. Yeah. But... He's iced many before. Yeah, I agree. I'm on the other side to this contract drama, guys. And Look, I'm in the media, so yes, we want answers. It's his decision. Leave him alone. Let him make it what he wants to make yes, it. He's still on. got a year to go. Yes. In fact, he's got an option for 24. Yes, and he's got till round 10 to make so a decision. I don't see why he's being bullied and bashed to make this decision publicly. I just figure... <laughs> Let him do it. It's a big decision. About time one of you journos. No, I, 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 I don't think sense. anyone's got an issue with that. It's high fives I, I, here I, in the yeah. studio, by the I, way. I don't think anyone's common got an issue. Common sense is not so common. That's what I'm because learning. Because it, it, it is his decision. But you as a journalist know when you put a possible deadline on something and it doesn't happen before then, as a journalist, you are asking the question next time you get the opportunity yeah, to see uh, that uh, person. Laurie, of course. To ask him the question. What's he going and, to and, do? And that's what the journalist did. 
So I, I had no issue with it. Mitch got frustrated with it, and um, I'm sure he's frustrated as anyone that the deal hasn't been done. But I, I can't blame the journalists for going down that line of questioning. I'm not blaming the journalists because I am one. All I'm saying, Laurie, it seems to be this incredible pressure being put on him in his face. Blowtorch. Ooh. When are you making it? When are you making it? It's like, yeah. well, it's not your decision. It's my decision. And he'll do it when he's ready. Right. Well, tell me this is the, what's the difference then? If a coach is under pressure and media want to know why the clubs aren't making a decision on the coach, why do you go hard then? On the coach not making a call? No, no. The coach or the club not re-signing the coach or... We all, we Clubs all want sure. answers. Yeah. yeah, that's what I mean. But what's, what's the difference between why don't you lay off the club? But Mitch is allowing, allowing. He's not getting sacked, Mitch. No, he's got a, he's, yeah, his but, job's still yeah, there. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah, but no, there's the coach. All the, the journalists are going. Why don't you re-sign him or you got to get rid of him? Yeah, Why do you do that? I think this one seems to have gone to another level, though. I think we all are after answers. But that's our job. That's not Mitch Moses' issue. Mm. My back page story tomorrow is not Mitch Moses' problem. He's not going to make a decision based on what we in the media desire because we want to be first with the story. Mm. And I'd love to be first with the story, Clarkie. Yep. And if it gets leaked to me, I'll write it. Mm. But it's, that's not Mitchell Moses' issue. He doesn't give diddly swat, yeah. squat about the media. But even the punters are on social media are saying it now. Yeah. This is becoming ridiculous. It's like... He does still have a year to go and an option. Yeah. That's my only point. I just think he's being bullied a little bit by social and mainstream mm. well, when perhaps, you know, it is his decision. Well, we should think about that when we talk about coaches. Yeah, maybe. Because the coaches are the ones before the ball even starts, uh, the, the ball's even kicked, that if they're off contract that year, you're asking, why haven't you been re-signed? Mm. Where, or should they re-sign them? And you're putting the pressure on the clubs to make those type of decisions. And Mitch, you hammer those clubs. Mitchell probably erred, Laurie, by saying, I'd like to get it done by yeah. round one. Mm. He set his own unofficial deadline. So that's probably where the issue came. Of course. But if you re-sign for the radio, Loz, I don't pressure you to tell you, no, that's for you exactly to tell me right. when. You'll say, Bulldog, I'll tell you when it's done and when I'm ready. Yep. And, and I, I get all that. And, and I reckon that's... His prerogative. He can make his decision when he feels the most comfortable to announce it, or when they get the deal done, then they both jointly announce it. But the issue was he wanted it done, or hoping to get it done by the first game of the season. It didn't happen. So the journalist has got every right to ask why it wasn't done. Fascinating game tomorrow night. Penrith up against the Bunnies with Penrith staring down the barrel of uh, three straight, or if you include the World Club Challenge, losses at home. But the Bunnies have got some personnel issues and all eyes will be on whether Latrell Mitchell does actually play and he was named yesterday. Yeah, he was named when the side was released at four o'clock. He didn't train yesterday. You know, I think at training he was just practising his goal kicking. Uh, I text Jason Demetrio yesterday afternoon and just said can you give me a steer and Jason to his credit got back to me saying he is quote unquote very very likely to play provided of course he gets through today's captain's run he will train today there's no doubt about it but unless he pulls up sore I think he'll play there was a theory going around that it's a short turnaround 
it's a long year. And they also need to give Blake Taft some game time so he's ready and match fit for when Latrell disappears, which we expect, through State of Origin. So at some point, Taft's got to be given some game time. There was a suggestion that could be this week, but I think you'll find Latrell will be there tomorrow night. Again, provided he gets through the captain's run, but as you know, Loz, captain's runs aren't incredibly vigorous. It's normally a 20-minute run-through, and that's about it. Yeah, not much happens on a captain's run. They just go through what they want to try and um, nail uh, in the game the, the, the next day, but it's it's very light on their feet. Um, what about this story in the paper today, Bulldog, with the man in the <laughs> bowler hat? Yes, it's my story, Loz, and I won't... It's a long story, which I'll condense. Yes. 67-68 tour, a player up there in Ilkley in West Yorkshire decides to go for a walk at night in nothing but a bowler hat. Starkers. Right. In those days, obviously mm. there wasn't quite the scrutiny no. of these days. It's a famous story it's a famous grown story. and grown it's and grown a, over the years. It's yeah. in rugby league folklore, yeah. the man in the bowler hat. John Raper never said it was him, but never said it wasn't him. And Chuck Dinder for years, he did tyre ads, Cleo centerfolds, always as the man in the bowler hat. It turns out it wasn't Chook. It was a player called Dennis Monteep who played for Balmain and Canterbury. But the bowl ad hasn't been found in 55 years. I managed to track it down. <laughs> it's a bloke uh, who is the founder of Prime Thoroughbreds in Melbourne. Joe O'Neill is his name, quite well known through the racing mm-hmm. industry. Billy Smith got it off Dennis Monty. It went to Barry Andrews, a former Cronulla player, and Barry Andrews is good friends with Joe. So Joe's got it in his home in Melbourne, in mint condition still after 55 years. So the famous bowler hat is still around. It's with us and it's down there in Melbourne. But as I said, Loz, probably the greatest piece of nostalgia mm. and memorabilia ever in our game. Mystery solved. Great work, Doggy. Dean Bulldog Richie joining us in the studio. And Bulldog, you wrote yesterday in the Telegraph about, uh, well, Jeff Fennick and Johnny Lewis, who had a great association uh, a long time ago, but uh, they fell out. And all is sweet now, apparently. And they're uh, getting together tonight because Brock Jarvis is fighting, isn't he, in Sydney? Yeah, it would arguably be the greatest partnership in Australian sport. I'd love to know. Yeah. Lily, Court Lily. Uh, Bob, yeah. Court Marsh Bowl, Lily. Lily. Yeah, uh, oh, that's number one yeah. for me. For sure. There's probably a million in rugby league, the great partnerships, Menzies and Lions, mm. Cliffy. But I think Lewis and Fennick unsurpassed in what they achieved in the 80s and 90s. Johnny in Jeff's corner. Jeff won four world titles, of course, the fourth one coming only recently through a review. But look, they did fall out. Uh, I know some of the reasons. I'd prefer not to say it. I'm not going to talk out of school. The bottom line is that Jeff and Johnny have rekindled their friendship. Brock Jarvis, who goes into the ring tonight at 20 and uh, one, one loss in Everly. And Jeff has decided to go back to Johnny and ask Johnny to come into the corner. So it's a lovely story about two great Australian boxing So going fraternity. forward, will Johnny help Jeff train Brock? I don't know the answer to that, right. Loz. I would imagine that if they've started now, they'll keep going. Yep. Brock had a setback in his last fight. He got beaten up in Brisbane by a fellow Aussie called Liam Paro. But he was 20-0 before that. Uh, and he is, in my opinion, headed for a world title shot at some point. But Jeff said Johnny will bring a bit of calmness mm. and a bit of experience to the corner. So Brock must look... Brock's 25 now. He must look at his corner and think, wow, 
I've got Jeff Fennick and Johnny Lewis in my corner. So it'll be a great night tonight at Everly. Uh, it's on Fox 2 live in KO if you wanted to tune in to watch that fight. And hopefully the young Aussie boy, Jarvis, I who saw is Brock the nephew a of... of you, uh, weeks ago. And yes. Just so look fit. Yeah. He's fit. He's a fit-looking boy. Yeah. He's a good-looking young boy, too, for a boxer. He, he dates Jeff's daughter. Does he, he does. Yeah. Oh, right. Incredibly great, you won't meet you, met, you won't meet a nice young man. He's got a mark on him for a no, boxer. he's a good-looking rooster. Yeah. And he's a gentleman. He's a lovely, a lovely, lovely fellow. He came and introduced himself to me. Yeah. And yeah, yeah no, I, Big fight for him tonight, though. Decent, yeah. Bulldog. Big fight. Respectful, yeah. polite, well brought up, not covered in tattoos or anything oh. like that. Not a rap band. Hey, I couldn't hey, believe. Hey, what's what's that? What covered, I said. You're not covered. You've what's got the that about? One. You've got the odd one. <laughs> what's yeah, that yeah. about? He's you were high fiving hey, ten minutes yeah, ago. I'll take that back. Here we go. <laughs> we're back to normal. <laughs> Journo. <laughs> so yeah, it's a big night tonight. So hopefully Brock will get the cash. Yeah, yeah, you'll be right. Talking about Journo, you're a Journo now. Yeah, no, you exactly. you're dare. in the media. Don't you no, dare. I'm told he's in the union. When you were here, this will be a walk off. Oh, this will be a walk-off. Clarky. I'll leave the building. Clarky. Don't even think about it. I'm, n- I'm not a journalist. You're the MEAA, which is the media union. You're 6488. <laughs> All right? <laughs> Just quote I've, that number. Uh, I've paid your fees for you. Uh, thank you. Mm. Thank you very much. You, Buzz, Danny, Bulldog, all at lunch. Mm. Yeah, chewing the fat about your next yarn. Do you reckon you'll you ever come around, Clarky, and like the media? No. Never. <laughs> Was not there now. one? Who was? I was about now. to say who was not the now. one I'm in seven, the media. I'm who, seven years out of post retirement, mate. I who, still don't like. Who it. was the one guy in the media that you got on really well? None. There wasn't one. None. Was there uh, one like journalist? No. Was there one moment? No. That has got not. this. I'm not going to say hatred. This no. dislike. No. I honestly, I don't have. It's. I've. I was when I was captain. I was always hard in the press conferences. If there was a question that was asked that I thought, mate, honestly, it's a ridiculous question. I think I made that very clear. When Mido's experienced that, I also think I was always straight up with the journalist. So if a story was written that was complete rubbish, I would front the journalist. Which I felt I'd rather them know the truth or know that their story is 100% wrong. And I did that with past players. Okay, conversely, you if know. the story was right yeah. and you didn't want it out there, would no, you tell them? Uh, I wouldn't tell them the story was right. I'd say nothing. Okay. So, like, but I'm, you're hedging your bets, though. Well, no, there's parts of my life that I wish wasn't in the media, but part of it's true, so I can't, I can't control that. The frustrating part is when stuff is written that is 100% incorrect. That's what frustrates you. But at the end of it, like, I don't have beef with the media now. Like, I think my whole attitude around, even paparazzi, I used to steam, absolutely steam if I saw someone out the front of my house or taking photos of me, dropping my daughter at school. Like, it drives me insane. But now, I just take no notice. Mm. Uh, like, if someone's there, you just get in the car and drive, get on with your life. I'm the same now. I'll be polite and respectful. I, I, I think you probably, when you're playing as well, you take it personal. You know, you feel like there's a vendetta against you, yet... Once you finish and leave the game and sit on the other side, you understand that people just got a job to do. You know, very rarely is it personal. The occasional time, I think it's it's personal. But yeah, I'm I just play it up now, and I just like to choose. I like to side with the player on every opportunity to go against the journo. Do you think there might be some paparazzi outside the Chinese restaurant tonight? I hope so. I, if I can just get that might, exact no. address, no, there wouldn't be any paparazzi following. Remember, me remember we got done in Bondi. Remember we had lunch at. Uh, Revisi's? Yes. Oh, yeah, it was in our paper. We're sitting yeah. up the top, and Loz stands up and he goes, 
What the hell is going on here? Look, there's a guy over there. There's a guy over there. I was filthy because I had two Coronas in my hands. And they weren't both for my, me. I was giving someone else one. But anyway. Wasn't that the famous photo where it said Jared Middleton, Michael Clark, and an unknown friend? <laughs> Italian stallion. <laughs> Good to have you back, boy. Uh, yeah, tell you what, you're shooting. looking very fashionable today. It's too. much better when you yeah. come in mm. as well. I don't think do over the phone. I was away anymore. last week. Yeah, or mate, come back for it. Um, then go back away. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. Get o- in here. Orange really suits a red edit. Brings out my hazel eyes. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Listen, I've told you before, I'll pop a tip about left edge defence. Can we get a photo of you in that orange shirt? <laughs> left edge defence, right edge defence, but not fashion. Oh, 